Welcome to Franchise Marketing Radio, brought to you by SEO Samba, comprehensive high-performing marketing solutions for mature and emerging franchise brands. To supercharge your franchise marketing, go to seosamba.com. That's S-E-O-S-A-M-B-A dot com. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Franchise Marketing Radio, and this is going to be a good one. Today we have with us Ted Beeman with Muya Burgers, Fries, and Shakes. Welcome, Ted. Thank you, Lee. Great to be here. Well, before we get too far into things, tell us about Muya. How are you serving folks? So Muya is a better burger concept uh, founded in Plano, Texas. Um, my group actually is a franchisee of Muya, and we are getting ready to open up our first location in Frisco, Texas, here on Monday, December the 7th. And so we are in training at this moment with our staff and anxiously awaiting that we are, are that we're getting ready to open. So now what drew you to Muya? So a uh, couple of things. Uh, one, my wife and I uh, have lived in the DFW area for quite some time and we were customers. And so we got the, ex- the chance to experience Muya as customers and just really enjoyed the quality of the product and the friendliness of the atmosphere. So that was kind of our original entry point. But then beyond that, uh, I actually knew from the president of Muya, Tony Darden, from a prior uh, working relationship. And when he joined the company as president, uh, it was something that just kind of triggered in me that I, I felt like they'd probably be moving in the right direction. And so we kept up with them. And over the course of the last four or five months or so, we're able to uh, really appreciate the direction they were taking the brand and felt like it would re- be a really good fit uh, for our first development project. Now, what was your background prior to getting into this? So I come from a long line of restaurants and a little bit of entertainment. Um, I also have two business partners that I work with, uh, Greg Stevens and Sean McCullough, and their background is pretty significant in the entertainment and food uh, space as well. For example, Sean uh, is our operating partner, and he is a 20-year veteran of Dave & Buster's, having served as VP of operations for that brand. So we've got a pretty deep and wide level of experience in restaurants, entertainment, and hospitality space. Now, what's your vision of this uh, relationship? Are you looking to just open up, you mentioned multi-unit, uh, like throughout the Dallas-Fort Worth area, or just expand out through the region? What's kind of the the vision? So the original deal that we've got in place with Muya allows us to develop 10 new locations in the DFW Metroplex. So that's what we look at as phase one. This gives us the opportunity to get inside the system, if you will, um, really understand how the business operates. And, uh, and I'll tell you, Tony and his entire team have just been fantastic in partnering with us in order to try and make sure that they're offering the best level of support that they possibly can. Our intention is that uh, these 10 restaurants will go very, very well. And we'd like to continue to expand not only in this area, but broaden out into the region and possibly beyond. Now, can you talk about kind of the decision-making process when you decided, I guess the first decision was to uh, kind of decide to partner with Sean and Greg and say, hey, let's do something together. And then that something became Muya. Was that accurate? 
Yeah, absolutely. The first decision was was definitely, hey, do we feel like we can complement one another and we can each bring enough to the table to help develop uh, a portfolio of businesses? Uh, and, and once we had made that decision, then we start looking around for what businesses are truly relevant, where do we think we can use our experience and skills to make a difference, um, and really, in, in this world today, you have to also look at how is COVID impacting some businesses and what are their short-term and long-term prospects. And we just felt like Muya checked all those boxes for us. Now, I've been doing a lot of these interviews, and I've interviewed lots of people with different business models uh, throughout this uh, pandemic, and some of them have adapted better than others uh, when it comes to serving clients and staying kind of in business and thriving. Some of them are actually thriving in this environment. Um, what about Muya kind of helped you allay some fears that they'd be able to handle this, especially if they can handle it during this pandemic? Yeah, that's a great question. I think one of the key things that we saw is, this goes back to actually late 2019, the, the Muya leadership team was developing a proprietary app for the customer to use that's both a rewards platform as well as an entry point into the ordering process. And as COVID started to unfold in late January and February, they just accelerated the work on that. So now they've got a really well-rounded app that in addition to offering the loyalty allows you as a guest to order directly and you can either pick the food up at the restaurant in the tra traditional to-go manner. They've got curbside delivery that you can do and you can also have it delivered directly to your home through a third-party delivery service. So it really gives you a lot of flexibility as a consumer and it gives you as a franchisee the ability to capture uh, that latent demand, however a consumer is comfortable in this world getting out and interacting with others. And that's a good lesson for other franchisors out there that you got to really lean into the technology and, and create it in a way that serves not only the clients, but the franchisees as well, that if everybody's winning throughout the process, that downloading that app and using that app should be a no-brainer. Absolutely. It's got to be a win for the consumer first and foremost, obviously, but then it needs to be a win for, in, in this case, the franchisee and the brand. And if all three parties are getting something out of that, that's the perfect transaction. Now, when you three decided to kind of work together and uh, take on a venture, was there any thought of saying, look, with our expertise and our background, why don't we just start our own thing? Uh, you know, that is something that we have talked about and continue to talk about. The reasons we selected Muya as a starting point is, you know, the great thing, and most of your listeners will know this, the great thing about getting into a franchise business is they've solved all the problems for you. If you've done your research properly and you're aligning yourself with a brand that is relevant and that has uh, delivered for their other franchisees, it makes it really simple to get into business. And as a startup organization with the three of us, my two partners and myself, it allows us to ramp up our growth much more quickly than if we were doing a startup business where we were having to create everything from scratch and then we'd get one open and we'd have to sit there for six months and watch it before we understood what needed to be changed uh, before we could start thinking about opening up number two. In this case, 
we know the business model works. We know the support is going to be there. So it's really a matter of getting our internal processes in place, getting the right real estate strategy, and then growing this, we hope, relatively quickly. So now how has the uh, franchisor helped you uh, maybe with the real estate challenges and maybe some uh, attracting employees during this kind of tricky time? Are they, are they, have they've been available for that? Oh yes. They're very available really throughout all aspects of our development. Um, on the real estate side, they have a partnership uh, with a national brokerage firm that understands Muya as a brand and as a business. So they know where to look for the best possible sites um, because not every site fits every brand. Some some need to skew more heavily towards business traffic drivers, others more residential, and there's a number of other different things in there as well. So working with this brokerage firm, it allows us to zero in on the locations that are really going to tailor themselves well to the Muya brand. Uh, and then you brought up staffing as well. One of the things that Muya has done that we really appreciate is they've again partnered with a national company that allows us to really turn on uh, job postings and applicant tracking throughout all the major job boards. So as opposed to having to go to Indeed, Monster, and you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, we get to post our jobs to one place. It goes out to all those job boards, collects that information, schedules the uh, interviews online so it's easy for the applicant and for us. And really, we we had a really easy time, I want to say, getting high-quality applicants. Now, uh, from the consumer standpoint, I would imagine uh, pre-pandemic, the experience was uh, mostly in-store. Is that uh, accurate? And then there's been a, maybe a slight pivot to curbside and, and delivery? Yeah, I think, and, and don't quote, well, you're about to quote me on these numbers, but the I believe the um, typical Muya delivery and takeout business pre-pandemic was somewhere in the neighborhood of 12 to 13%. And then obviously in the April-May window, it went to nearly 100% as most everything was shut down. I think uh, the last I heard from the, the corporate team, they're still hovering in the 24 four to 28% range. So they've more than doubled their amount of uh, takeout and delivery business during this time period. Now, did that change anything when regarding the packaging or the kind of the, the stuff that it get helps it get delivered efficiently or get picked up? From a delivery standpoint, no, the, 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 um, it's it's great because we're dealing with a very straightforward product, right? It's a better burger. So you've got, you know, the standard foil wrapping and a paper bag, and it's it's a very simple, easy product. Really, really high quality, but it's easy to handle from a delivery perspective. In the restaurant, there were some changes, of course, that had to be made in order to account for the pandemic in terms of you know, eliminating multi-use items and going to more single use, not allowing, you know, cross-contamination, eliminating ketchup bottles from the tables, right? All those kinds of things that restaurants have had to do so that the consumers that still continue to come in the restaurants can have a safe experience. Now, any advice for the person out there that is contemplating uh, looking at a franchise what are some of the things that are red flags for you or things that kind of you 
knocked them out without really considering them? And what are some things that you're like, okay, these are must-haves? Well, the first thing you really have to understand when you're getting into a franchise business is you're buying into their systems and you're buying into their leadership and management teams. And so you not only need to be comfortable that those systems are ones that you support and can execute uh, because you don't want to get in a situation where you're trying to change the brand. That's not going to go well for you. You also want to have a really solid relationship with the leadership team. Um, I wouldn't say it's necessarily a red flag, but I would be concerned about significant turnover, um, particularly at the leadership level. Um, because any new leadership group that comes in is likely going to want to put their own spin on the brand. And so that may uh, not work out in your favor as a franchisee. So you want to know that the team that's there is invested in that brand, in in the growth of that brand, because ultimately that's what's going to benefit you as a franchisee. Now, what was uh, kind of the thinking regarding an emerging brand, an up-and-comer, rather than kind of a been-there-done-that brand? From our perspective, what we're interested in is growth. And we we were looking for brands that were well-positioned, that created a need in the market, or filled a need in the marketplace, but gave us green space to be able to grow. Um, you know, there's many, many, many brands out there that have thousands of locations and while you do get the benefit of name recognition in certain regards, and, and maybe they've got a little bit more efficient process, you get shoehorned into a very, very small territory and you become one of a thousand. Um, in our case, being able to be part of Muya as they're starting this real rapid growth trajectory that they are now on, um, it makes us feel like we're really part of something special that's going on. And it gives us a lot of opportunity. Um, you know, we've got a lot of green space here in this market where we get to look for the best possible sites and not just have to find the best site in a small trade area. Now, you mentioned kind of uh, an empire might be in your future. Are you looking at uh, also down the road complementary brands also uh, or just lots and lots of muyas? No, we're absolutely interested in complementary brands and businesses. Again, our experience spans from restaurants to entertainment to hospitality. And so we see a lot of opportunities out there. Um, one, in regard to brands that are going to need and be looking for new leadership to come in and people to help them grow. And then from a real estate perspective, Unfortunately, we all know that there are businesses that are failing and not going to be able to weather the pandemic for however long this lasts. What that will uh, open up is some opportunity uh, with some vacant real estate that needs to be filled. And if you've got the right brand and you've got the right uh, structure for your organization, you should be able to take advantage of that opportunity. So you're looking at maybe some of these uh, businesses that aren't going to make it. You, If you have the right brand, you can slide in and maybe get a good deal in terms of the real estate? Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, we all know that developing restaurants can be very expensive when you factor in grease traps that you have to have and hoods and, you know, those kinds of things. And if you find a good location that had a restaurant that didn't make it for whatever reason, um, and you can move into that space, 
it saves you a good, good amount of money on the development. You're usually able to strike a favorable deal with the landlord because they don't want their space to be sitting empty. And then you get to bring in a new brand and re-energize the space really for the local consumer. Well, what could we be doing for? What do you need more of right now? <laughs> we need a lot of things. We need, um, I just said landlords are interested in having people take over their empty space. Uh, landlords also still need to recognize that this is a really hard time for small businesses. And you know they can't just look at the deals they were writing in 2019 and expect a small business person to be able to sign that same deal in 2020 and 2021. They have to have some flexibility and recognize that they're partners with us. And as we're successful, they're successful. And this is going to be a build. You know, we are optimistic about Muya in particular and what our opportunities are to grow that business. Um, but we also know that it's going to be hard work um, because the things continue to get worse right now as it relates to the pandemic. There is hope hopefully coming very quickly with vaccines and therapeutics and things of that nature. Um, but it's going to take some time and we all need to work through this together. Well, if somebody wants to learn more about Muya, is there a website? Um, absolutely. Uh, I think it's just Muya.com is the website and you can go there and they've got information on their franchise program and uh, everything that they're doing. Um, and again, can't say enough about the team, the brand, the work that they've done and feel really great about uh, their trajectory and hopefully our role in helping them grow. And for you, if somebody wants to get a hold of you and your team and your management company, what's the best way to find you there? Yeah, so our website, we're, our, we're known as Agape Management Company. And so the website is A-G-A-P-E-M-G-M-T-C-O.com. So it's shorthand for Agape Management Co. Well, Ted, thank you so much for sharing your story. Uh, congratulations on all the momentum. And if there's anything we could be doing for you, please let us know and keep us updated on your growth. Thanks, Lee. It was a pleasure being here. Appreciate your time. All right. This is Lee Cantor. We'll see you all next time on Franchise Marketing Radio.